What's up, everyone? It's Gamer O'Clock, and welcome to the WAN Show. That's right, we've got a big show for you guys today, which yes. is to say we actually have the shortest show that we can possibly do because there is a LAN party behind us that is filling up my entire house. We have 80 RSVPs for this thing, and I can't wait to join the action, but there is a lot that we have to talk to you guys about first. Like, for example, the fact that YouTube's Adblock Crusade is working? Oh, I am very surprised to hear that. I was not expecting their Adblock Crusade to do anything useful or helpful. Uh, in other news, Microsoft has banned unauthorized controllers on the Xbox. I uh, This is another move that I didn't really expect. What else have we got going on? Uh, 23andMe makes cash selling user data. Just in case you weren't sure before, you'll be sure now. Also, uh, the finals. They use a lot of AI voice acting and people have opinions about that. Oh, people have a ton of opinions about that. Yeah. I am playing around with my levels, guys. Don't worry. I'm going to try and get this right for you. <laughs> Let's go ahead and roll that intro. Dan, you got this? Let's hit it. Oh, boy. Uh, do you want to tell us if it's working? <laughs> Why don't we jump right into our headline topic here, which is YouTube's campaign against Adblock. YouTube confirmed that its Adblock blocking small experiment that began in May has gone global and so far seems to be successful. Adblock developers reported spikes in uninstallations with hundreds of thousands of users apparently removing extensions in October. Wow. According to stats from ad blocking company Ghostery, 90% of recent users who gave a reason for uninstalling the ad blocker cited YouTube's recent policy change. There has also been a spike in installations, though, as users search for an ad blocker that YouTube cannot detect. But Ghostery says that they lost users overall. Interestingly, the expanded crackdown seemingly began right after the end of the Ad Filtering Dev Summit, which Google sponsored alongside Adblock companies AdGuard and I.O. Uh, members of Google's Chrome team also gave presentations at the summit about how they're making it easier for developers to create Adblock extensions. I do find it interesting that so many users are uninstalling completely. Yeah. And I and I bet you if, if these Adblock software developers maybe I don't know, maybe this is even a thing that they do. I genuinely wouldn't know. Um, but maybe if they gave you a little tutorial on how to, you know, uh, allow lists certain sites, mm -hmm. it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Oh, so, I mean... Because, like, I, I suspect a lot of these people would still want to run their ad blocker on sites that aren't YouTube. So almost like a dark pattern, but more of like a, you know, hey, we really do think that you probably like our service and probably still want to use our service. And yeah. maybe you should continue to use our service because yeah. we're not bad people really honestly for real but a dark pattern yeah is pretty much what you're pitching maybe just a little bit of a suggestion not necessarily a dark pattern Got you it. could still make the actually yes i want to uninstall button be really obvious but you could be like hey this is probably not honestly what you're really intending to do light pattern 
uh, yeah. Sharaf 2K in float plane chat suggests. We just yeah. call it a light pattern. Okay, yeah. sure, yeah. no problem. Yeah. Uh, while the idea of Google simultaneously supporting and cracking down on ad blockers is incongruous, there's our $20 word for the day. The fact is, as a Google software engineer implies, that Google wants people using Chrome and Chrome users want ad block extensions. So uh, this is the quote from them. The company isn't killing ad blockers. Hmm. We are making them safer. Intriguing. I wish I could share my screen with you guys because this Google security blog post actually says that. War is That peace. is fantastic. So our discussion question here is, is Google being hypocritical here or should they get to have their cake and eat it too? Uh, I don't think they're necessarily being hypocritical. I actually don't see a lot of the things that I had um, intended to talk about in our notes you could, here. You could support something, but not allow it on a certain premises that you own. Yeah. Like if you, if you owned a distillery and made alcohol yeah, and also owned a daycare, you might be like, well, we sell home brewing kits at the distillery, but we don't want you bringing alcohol to the daycare. I was reading one of those like- It's a weird analogy, but crap, I like it. Like listicle articles, uh, you know, 20, 30 things you didn't know about the Hell's Angels. So I take it, take this for what it is. But um, apparently they, uh, they, they, do, they do not encourage their members to partake in substances. Really? Yeah. That probably makes sense. Yeah. Because yep. like those substances that you They're know bad. they allegedly may or may not have some involvement in the distribution of right. are if they are what they allegedly maybe could be uh, probably the kind of thing that would allegedly mess you up pretty good yeah. according to a doctor. Why are we? Did you get that in your Google News? No, no, it just. Why did you see the same one? I've, I'm, I've been getting a weird amount of Hell's Angels content in my Google News. It was trying to sell me houses. Well, you probably. <laughs> I got just... and I got an article that was like, "There's three previous Hell's Angels headquarters up for sale now." I'm like, what? <laughs> well, you're getting into your mid thirties. You know, you're, you're white. Prime prime membership material right there. Time to become a refrigerator repairman. He doesn't ride, okay? He doesn't ride. So no. sorry, guys. Yeah. It's the recruitment's not gonna not gonna go with him. Yeah, yeah. I remember um, when he used to work at Geek Squad. One of the guys did an in-home repair. Yeah. Uh, and he came back and was like, "You could tell something happened. He right. didn't. He didn't seem. He seemed slightly rattled, but like he had he had a good time as well." Um, and he came back in and told us the story of how he showed up and it was like, dude had, he, he called it a monster truck. I'm assuming it was just a, a jacked like a up truck. truck. Yeah. yeah sure. Um, and he had like a big boat and a massive house and all this, like clearly very wealthy offered, offered him a beer when he came in the door and was like, sorry, I'm like on shift. I actually can't take this. And I just <laughs> laughed. Um, and, and as he was leaving, he was like, guess what I do for work? Uh, seriously and he's like i i, I like my the the geek squad guy was like i i don't know what he's like i fix refrigerators it's <laughs> 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 like sure dude sure. <laughs> he had a bunch of like biker gear and a harley and he's like okay yeah um, all right hey dan can we get some more of these books please books. yeah i'm kind of yeah we, we neither of us uh i think accounted for that we're gonna to need to be a lot closer. Yeah, I think we to need like all of them for them to actually sound any good. <laughs> it's only he needs. I, I definitely need some books. 
that's that's my whole yeah that my one yeah oh wow look conveniently we have lots more books yeah. okay that should be better guys i'm going to keep an eye on these levels and try and make it uh, not a horrible unpleasant listening experience for y'all uh why don't we jump into our next topic oh wait no i there were the things i wanted to talk about with this that we never actually did so what raised this uh what raised this for me was actually not that I saw an article on The Verge or saw Google's you know, blog post about it or whatever else, but um, I just saw people talking about it in the subreddit. And here's what I would like to know. And I realize this is gonna be opening up an old wound for some people, but now that Google is doing the thing that people said they weren't doing and therefore what I said was wrong, So now that Google actively <laughs> prevents people from using the site and has made it very clear what their position is on ad blocking on YouTube, I think based on most of the arguments that I heard, then do, now, do, as of now, you're right. Do, 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 so, so, so what you're saying is that I was just ahead of my time. Uh, I think maybe. Well, yeah. I know I agreed with you at the time, but. <laughs> But maybe in the public eye, maybe in the public eye. I don't know. I feel like the goalpost is just going to shift. I think it's one of those things where a lot of, you know, back to the arguments that people were making at the time. I think a lot of the arguments people were making at the time were not actually um, that, were not actually even in response to what I said, but they were in response to what people felt like I meant. Yeah. And felt like was a personal attack against yeah. them. And a lot of the really, really because you strongly, weren't saying like you're a bad person. No, a lot of the most upvoted responses to my whole ad block is piracy take were addressing things I didn't say. So yeah. I'm talking about how hypocritical it is that on the one hand I make a video about pie hole, and on the other hand I say ad block is piracy. Um, the thing is that I never said don't do it ever. I actually didn't say that seriously it's worth it go back and actually watch the video where i didn't say don't do it it makes you a bad person i never said that what i said was it's a circumvention of the intended obvious form of compensation for the service that you are obtaining and therefore bears a lot of similarity to the concepts of piracy especially with respect to media intellectual property piracy because Whoever is creating it is not being compensated. And you can say, well, I don't like ads. And to which the response would be, okay, well then don't consume it or then buy premium. Those are, those are your three options, right? Be ad supported, pay for it, or don't consume it or pirate it. Yeah. That's your fourth option. Right. And I, I never said, I never said don't pirate it. I said, be aware of the impact. That was what I said. And I think that people didn't want to hear that. Um, and so, you know, I think, I think you're right. I think that these goalposts are going to move, um, <laughs> upside. Don't read this. I don't know. I don't know how to read this username. If Linus is going to rehash this respectfully suggest that you start reselling the privateer t-shirt on the store. <laughs> so like, like we said, one of the biggest arguments that we saw against it was that, well, Google doesn't prevent it. Therefore it's not a problem. Well, now they do. Um, has your stance actually changed or? I seriously just, doubt it. Yeah, I, I doubt it. And I suspect some people will, but 
minority absolutely i i I really i really don't think so i think that at the end of the day people have their tolerance for what kind of compensation they're willing to pay people have content that they want to consume and they will you know they will figure out in their head how all of that makes sense to them it's just it's been wild to me the whole time that someone will have like a a netflix a google plus uh an xbox i don't think they have that (laughs) Disney Disney Plus, um, Spotify, uh, Xbox Live Gold, or whatever it's called these days, Game Pass, um, and then be like, I no ads, and I'm not paying for premium for YouTube. And then they'll watch YouTube more than they'll do like all the rest of the things combined. I think part of the problem, and I think part of the reason that um, we see this in such a in such a black and white manner is that you run. And I pay to run a video streaming platform. Yeah. It's expensive. So we actually do know. There's we, costs. We really do know that no, bandwidth is not free. Mm-hmm. No, storage is not free. And no, operating at scale doesn't suddenly make it free or even cheap. Yeah, certain things like storage just like, they, they honestly just, don't even scale very well. They use the same hard drives that you do. They actually do. So for every gigabyte you upload to a site like YouTube sits on a hard drive that costs exactly the same as every gigabyte that sits on a hard drive that is in your computer. In fact, if it's getting accessed more. a lot, it might be sitting in RAM. Oh, that's that's true, actually. Or or like there's yep. going to be tiers of storage, right? Like, yep. Or an SSD tier. Um, like sure that that video with four views that was uploaded ten years ago, maybe that is stored on hard drives. Um, but like, if you're watching a viral video right now, it's very likely stored in RAM somewhere. Um, to those suggesting, no, the problem is not that I am being, that my mic is not working. So someone mentioned a pickup pattern thing. I notice you have two knobs. Is it a pickup pattern problem? I don't know. No, this is just my monitoring knob. Oh. Yep. Sorry. Dan's on on it. uh, It's definitely working. All right. Yeah. I can bring it up a little bit or I can just kind of get closer to it. I could use one more book because I'm still lunching. All right. Uh, but if you heard an ad halfway through a song you were listening to, would that not annoy you? Yes. Hold on a second. Which Hold on is... a second. Hold on a second. People are saying the tap actually didn't work. No, that's definitely working, guys. Yes, my mic works. You know what's funny is I, I was even joking with Luke before the show. Like I've got the big alpha mic. Yeah. And, and he's then got this like I've got tiny the dick one. one. It's actually a lot smaller. <laughs> <laughs> apparently well, I've noticed, apparently sizes and everything not not to get into there we go. continued conversations about we... size being everything but my bar on there is thicker yes yeah, oh <laughs> fantastic don't worry guys dan's Thick. working on it why don't we jump right into our next topic what do you want to talk about uh hmm. executive order for safe ai sure let's really do it i was uh, joking austin evans was there no way austin evans was in the white what? house Literally. Wow. He was at the signing of this. Okay. Yeah. I saw I saw his face on a, I, w- I was sitting on YouTube and I saw his face in a thumbnail for a YouTube short and he was wearing a suit and it was like I was at the White House or something and I was like, why was Austin at the White House? What is this? Huh. And yeah, he he was there. Well, here's for this. what it was. The White House has issued an executive order requiring increased transparency from AI companies due to their potential to seriously disrupt public safety, civil rights, the economy, and national security. 
Sounds like a big deal. Yeah, I was gonna, uh, yeah, sounds sounds. When you, like, when you say it that way, like thing, yeah. <laughs> Take it down, sure. I'll take it down. Uh, unlike a similar way more, way more. voluntary commitment made by the big players in July, the order will require developers of AI systems that go beyond a specific compute power threshold to notify the government and share the results of red team safety tests. According to a senior official. This would apply primarily to future models beyond a certain power threshold and would not restrict any currently available AI tools. I actually disagree. I don't really think the currently available AI tools um, are safe. I don't think that they are, they are something that we shouldn't have increased transparency about um, due to their potential to, and this is directly from the wording here, seriously disrupt public safety, civil rights, the economy, and national security. The order also says, though, that small devs and entrepreneurs will get technical assistance and resources to help commercialize AI, and that federal agencies are developing standards of authentication for government documents and communications in order to preempt advances in AI forgery. Uh, funding will be allocated to develop AI-focused privacy tools and guidance. So our discussion question here is honestly pretty straightforward. Do we need government oversight of AI development? Yeah, I, I mean, I think so. Um, I don't know in what form. And I've brought this up before where maybe, uh, you know, I'm going to say we, but this is America not Canada, but whatever, you know what I mean? Um, we're basically their hat. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're a part of the unit. Please, um, don't, please don't invade and take our water. That would be great. Do you mind? They drew up invasion plans at one point in time, but yeah. let's, let's not worry about that. Um, yeah, I'm still there. <laughs> <laughs> My back's going to feel great after this show. Um, we have a lot of super checks to play. I dragged the super <laughs> checks table all the way from the office to here for the land so that Maybe if you guys uh, stay tuned in for the after oh. party, you can actually watch Luke get his butt kicked. <laughs> I was I was literally thinking last night. I was like, it's gonna be really weird. We're gonna do a WAN show. We won't be able to play super checks afterwards. And then I walked upstairs and I was like, no way. <laughs> he actually got it here. <laughs> I'm not too surprised. Um, but yeah, I I, uh, I do question what this is really gonna end up accomplishing. Um, I mean, it's just an executive order, so. Maybe okay, so, something, yeah, maybe nothing. That's that's one point. But even if this goes further, um, it's not like AI development isn't going to happen in the rest of the world. Um, and it's not like North Americans or just Americans very specifically aren't going to then use those things. Look at what happens with TikTok. Um, the US government like fully recognizes it as um, like a Chinese government data tool. theft. Um, and most of the country still uses it. So... People are going to use what they're going to use, even if it's not developed in America under the eyes of the American government. So I don't know. Nice. This should be better. All right, cool. We good? Am I close enough to the mic? We all good now? Now I have Where's Waldo. I, I had exclusively series of unfortunate event books. And now I have Where's Waldo. I think you probably need a little more height still. I still think so. Yep. Yeah, that's the one time in my life I'll ever get to say that to Luke. <laughs> hey. Okay. I think we're supposed to do another topic now or something. I don't know. Dan is usually flashing cue cards at us and he's not doing it right now. He's busy. What are so, we playing? What are we playing tonight? Well, we have to play Halo. Okay. Yeah, we have to play Halo. What I else are we playing? Do we have Halo 2 for PC? I don't know. 
I mean, we can have anything like. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We because we always play Halo One, which is great. Which is great. I want to play Halo One for sure. I'm just putting that out. But there. you just want to play a different Halo, maybe also. Yeah, I think I also want to play Halo Two. I want to play both. All right. Outside of that, um, I don't know. We should probably play some Left 4 Dead at some point. Oh yeah, we definitely got to do Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Getting a whole bunch of people into a BattleBit server. Like if we found like an empty BattleBit server and they did like 40v40 with the house, like upstairs v downstairs or something. I'm super down. That would be really fun. I will say this though. While we do have a lot of people here, not all of them are necessarily going to be able to play BattleBit with us. Um, Maria, for example, showed up with an iMac. Oh. Like an M1 iMac. Oh. So... That's something that happened. <laughs> she was like, I can play League of Legends. And I was like, yeah, and all the other great Mac games like League of Legends. Cool. <laughs> In all seriousness, that does seem like it's on the precipice of changing, but yes. yeah, it hasn't changed yet. Yeah. There's also probably at least four other people that are interested in playing League with her. So I, I'm sure she'll have a good time. Someone in uh, full plane chat just said she can play Baldur's Gate. I didn't realize Baldur's Gate was on there. Is That's it cool. really? Is it available for Mac? I had That's no idea. That's freaking awesome. I have no clue, but that, that would be sweet if it is. Um, it's it's a game that, honestly, especially if you play around at the difficulty levels, is very interesting to quite a wide range of people. So I think it's cool that it's on Mac. Um, not to generalize Mac users at all. Um, wow. Did you just profile? <laughs> Luke, did you just profile? I realized like partway through saying it, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> you are what I am right now. <laughs> what? It's the new playing oh game. My... Profiling. We need you just pose like this. We need a bell. We need a bell. Ding. <laughs> yeah. What did he hit? Why did you whack a water bottle? A water bottle and hurt his finger. <laughs> He's so red. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh no. Um, <clears throat> made it okay, happen. what are we supposed to be doing right now, Dan? I... Another topic, I think. I don't know how to host the show by myself anymore. We already did two topics. I think we're supposed to explain what merch messages are. Sure. All right. Yeah. Merch messages are the way to interact with the show. Don't send super chats. Don't send Twitch bits and merch messages because that way you can throw money at your screen and also get a high quality order in the mail. All you got to do is go to lttstore.com. Check out all the cool stuff that we have over there right now. I would love to screen share it with you, but we don't have that set up because Dan didn't feel like it. Actually, it's because I told him I didn't think it was necessary, but I forgot about this. Uh, and in the cart, all you got to do is uh, uh, fill in the little field. It'll go to our producer. Wait, where's the lower third, Dan? No, that's not. That's oh, not... right, because there's a lower third. There's a lower third. Okay, it yeah. exists. Yeah. yeah, whatever. It's here. The, the thing that I'm pointing at right here. The thing we see is not the thing that we normally see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See. Normally we yeah. have the program feed and we don't have it today. Yeah. Uh, so all you got to do is, uh, yeah, right, right. Let's, let's put a message in the thing in the cart. <laughs> and then Dan will either forward your message to someone who can answer it best, reply to it himself, uh, queue it up for us to talk about later on the show, or just put it right here like uh, Benjamin did a while ago because there's a delay on the one that I'm looking at. So I don't know. Uh, I don't have a live feed anymore. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and do a couple merch messages. Dan, you got a couple loaded up for us? Yeah, I do actually. Uh, hello, DLL. Linus, I enjoy your parenting tips for tech. My favorite so far was don't use it as a babysitter. Uh, what are your thoughts on phone tech? Is it a babysitter? What are your thoughts on phones? I don't own one until I was about 18, so I'm a bit lost. Thank you. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, 
phones seem like a tough one. I, the thing is, okay. Is there dumb phones? Can you get flip phones? You can, but why? So that's the thing, Emergency right? Calls? There's such good parental controls now mm. that we can limit how much they can be used total in a day, how much they can use be used between which times, how much they can be used in particular apps. So you can set up all these rules. And as long as you're tech savvy, which I presume you are, you're watching this show, what the heck are you doing here? If someone accidentally stumbled on the WAN show and they're like, wow, what the heck are these guys talking and about? They stayed. It's a tech, it's a tech podcast. Um, it's, it's like really tech. And if you're not that into tech, then, um, Hey, thanks for watching. Yeah. Luke's mom. Um, <laughs> anyway, the point is, <laughs> <laughs> what was I talking about? Right, parental <laughs> controls. So you can set up a whole thing where you're like, okay, yeah, on weekends you get two hours. On weekdays you get an hour. You can't use it after 7.30 p.m. because that's bedtime. Oh, except for this app, um, the Kindle app. We have a, you know, we have a Kindle Unlimited account. I know, I'm sorry, I gave Amazon money. Um, what am I going to do, buy Minecraft books? No. We have a Kindle Unlimited account so that the kids can just get any book they want. They're allowed to read anytime they want, night or day, doesn't matter. Um, so you can have that completely unlocked. You can have other apps that are unlocked within the time window that they're normally allowed to use the device. And you can have apps that have specific also limits. So you can have two hours total, but only an hour of this. So educational apps, for example, you're allowed to use anytime you want. And something that would be a game for an adult, something like a Wordscapes, for example, super educational for a grade two. If my grade two is playing Wordscapes, Forget. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, impressive. I'm thrilled, right? Yeah. No, that's good. <laughs> this is great. This is good. We should do this all the time. I miss this. No. <laughs> uh, can they even hear you okay, Dan? Okay. I don't know. I, I didn't know if your mic was working or still destroying everyone's ears. So. Okay, perfect. <laughs> they say no, they can't hear you. That's awesome. So they didn't even hear you ask the question. Uh, oh, yeah, don't turn your mic on. Yeah, someone asked. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, don't do that, Dan. Okay, so Dan doesn't have a mic, which is great. Um, Dan, does that mic still work? Because you could point it at you and then change that to your mic. That would work a little bit. Or I could just read the merch messages today. Do you want me to just read them for now? I can read it. Okay, we've got another one. Uh, Ford asks, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. No, sorry. A long time ago, Linus talked about some sort of hoodie that could be worn year round. I think he said something about having tested it in Hawaii. Whatever happened to that? Would that be the indoor hoodie? Okay. No, no, no. The indoor hoodie is a different product. Okay. It's the UV hoodie. Ah. So it's a super light hoodie and it's actually not designed to be worn year round. It's designed to be worn in the summer specifically. It's a hoodie for the summer. And it has uh, UV blocking like fibers in it and is super, super breathable. And it also has antimicrobial properties so that um, I was able to go swimming with it twice in the ocean. It didn't get stinky. Um, wow. It's super breathable. It wow, keeps the from sun ocean off water. You. So you don't, yeah, so you don't get a sunburn. Um, I flipping love it. It was supposed to be released this last summer. It obviously wasn't. We are still hoping to have it for our summer. Oh, I, th I just thought we were going to release summer. it in the winter. Yeah, that's... different summer, different summer. Next summer. That's how Next we summer. usually do it. Uh, that's what that's what we're going for. Um, why don't we do Why don't we do one more? Uh, LDL. 
Sure, Dan, do you want to give it a shot and see if we destroy everyone's ears? It'll yeah, be great. Uh, okay, oh, I apparently have Dan's... Ooh, I have Dan's mute control this week. <laughs> Me likey. Uh, hey, uh, hey, Dan, okay, uh, go ahead. Uh, is this better? Got him, he's off now. Ha. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Also, I, I did want to turn you off right away in case the test was really bad. Full point so. is bracing for impact. <laughs> <clears throat> okay apparently better. it's okay oh yes yeah it's it's choppy but better say people so sure uh i, I don't, don't i don't know if clicking around like that i a good think idea. that's a really bad idea what you're doing dan he's trying to operate the streaming computer from, from like many feet away feet away and on an angle yeah it's a good it's a good display but uh, okay dan want to go ahead and read us one sure sure, sure. Let's see. We, got, uh, we got a third one here um my high school civics teacher and I have discovered that we both are fans, and I was surprised. Has there ever been anyone you've been surprised is a fan? Well, I've talked about this a bit, but you know, occasionally I will run into people just IRL, and you know, I'll be interacting with them a fair bit, and they'll be like, "Oh, by the way, I you know saw the latest house update. Man, it's looking good." And I'm just like, "Oh, oh, oh. yeah." Um, but I'd say the most surprising ones to me are, how do I put this? The people who don't fit the typical mold. Yeah. So there are times when I can walk into a venue of some sort and I'll be like, likely viewer, likely viewer, likely viewer. No offense to you guys, but you know, and they might not even come up to you, but you'll also get the like the long stares. I have a like, type, yeah. right? You know, um, <laughs> and occasionally though, you know, you'll have like some jacked dude who obviously spends so much time in the gym that I don't know how he has time to sit and watch Wan Show for four hours, right? <laughs> like you know that kind of person, and they'll they'll just be like, yeah, yeah, I'm like super into I'm super into gaming, and I'm just like, oh yeah, okay, and, and sure. it's one of those things where you know what. Obviously, stereotypes are bad. They're harmful in every possible context. But I think it's just the human brain. It's pattern yeah. recognition at a certain point, right? Like there's there's a certain kind of behavior um, that you tend to sort of expect. And then occasionally you run into people who are avid viewers, but they're like the most outgoing people in the world, for example. And you're like, oh, that's not really what I was expecting. But honestly, I think that's what's so cool about computers and gaming is that anyone can participate. And that used to kind of mean, you know, anyone but normal people. Yeah. But now it's actually anyone. And I think that's been a big change over, I, I don't know, I guess like the last 10 years? Like when did gaming go really mainstream? When was it not weird for a celeb to, you know, post a picture of them just like chilling, playing games on their PlayStation or on their PC? It's been, yeah, I think your timeline's pretty good. My group of friends was always weird in that regard. Because um, like uh, most of my friends at school were people who played sports and then we would land party every weekend. So we, <laughs> yeah. we, we had that like, it was a slightly surprising combination of people. And you know what? Look, uh, okay. Um, Adzrun's Twitch says people are complex. You can't judge by appearance. But here's the thing. Yeah. People tune their appearance. People make decisions that affect their appearance. If somebody has purple hair and is wearing cat ear headphones and is, and, 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 you know, is wearing like a, you know, a, an EA branded hoodie or something, 
And they're like, okay, probably a gamer. That doesn't mean that I went, oh, they have a big nose. They're probably a gamer. There's there's yeah. a lot of aspects of people's appearance that they can have an impact. Dude, uh, when Mass on. Effect was popular, the Mass Effect sweaters, they were like all over the place. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. So I just want to be very clear what I'm talking about here. People, people can have a look that is nothing to do with the color of their skin or their facial hair or their height or their, you know, um, hairstyle or no hairstyle. Yes. Hairstyle. No, that's not what it, or, or, or their, their body type or whatever else, like people, people tune how they want to present themselves to the world. So that's one of the big ones. Oh, somebody in full plane chat said the head dent. And I thought they were talking about my oh, I scar. Know. We but haven't talked about this on one. show. Okay. Hold on a second. I saw the videos. I'm still not sure if I quite believe that that is from headphones, though. Really? Oh, wait, what? What are you talking about? I'm talking the, about the, the hair dent. one. No, you didn't see the people that are like, no, I have a, I stream 10 hours a day. I have a dent in my head. No. I can't believe you didn't see this. No, one. I okay, thought you hold meant on, just hold on. hair. I'm bringing this up for you. You guys are going to go have to find it for yourselves. Oh, Tyler one. Yeah, I don't think that's from that. Yeah, no. Okay, hold on. That looks that looks altered. No. Okay, that. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> look. Look. I mean maybe. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't know. Here we go. Here we go. Tim the Tatman. Isn't that a fairly normal place for your head to dip your skull to dip inward slightly though? Like I, I don't think that's Mine doesn't here. Yeah, but you wear headphones all the time. I know, but mine doesn't dip in. That's my point, though. Well, okay, but hold on a second. I think it probably makes a difference what kind of headphones you wear. Like, I wear very padded headphones that have the correct clamping pressure on the side. So there's doesn't, basically doesn't no Tyler pressure one on wear my those head. like Logitech blue ones that have like huge thick yeah, pads? Yeah, Logitechs. Really thick pads. Okay, there, there's more to life than the thickness of the pad, though. Remember, the next thing out of my mind. Of the pad. What? It's just a heck of a statement. That's all. More uh, cushion, less cushion, doesn't matter. Yeah. So we both wear very light Sennheisers. Yes, and and with good clamping pressure on yeah. the ear cups. So there's actually very little. Like here, here. Like I can wear these like this if I really want yeah, to. They're not going to fall off, right? Um, so if all of the weight is just hanging off of the headband, I mean, maybe. So maybe maybe people need to invest in some lighter headphones with better uh, side of head clamping pressure. I also don't wear headphones for as long a period at a time as some of as some of these streamers do. With that said, some of these do look just like too much to be believed. I think people just have different shaped skulls and. Two of them happen to be people who play games. So you're saying that if you ever see someone with a weird shaped skull, you assume they're a gamer. <laughs> we just talked earlier on the show about how that's not okay, Luke. Oh What's your problem? Goodness. Oh Actually, my though. goodness. All right. Do you want to hit us with one more merch message? Sheesh. What? Yeah, we're doing four apparently. Yeah, we do four now. <laughs> All right. I'll read it. Uh, hey, Linus and Luke. My... SO and I bought half a dozen LTT stealth hats when they were released a long time ago. I was sad to see them go. What they were gone when I tried to buy new ones. You have half a Why dozen already. Yeah, what? How many hats do you need? 
Do you, is your head shaped That's such that you three it's hats like got per six person. like bulb or seven? I guess you need more. You know, bulbous like things. It's from on gaming it to too much. All the hats. Yeah, it's it's probably from being too big brain. So smart from shopping at lttstore.com for high quality products. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, in all seriousness, we do have hats coming again. They're not going to be the same as that one. They will be very stealthy though, and they will be better quality. We have one coming that's even uh, water resistant. The fabric is advertised as waterproof. I just won't call things waterproof. So I'm going to call it water resistant, but it's quite water resistant. Yeah. Um, they are not coming for a little bit though. Uh, oh, right. The last things that I need to talk through for merch message stuff, man, you guys got to buy less merch today though, because we have gaming to do yeah, and we, we are not going to be able to get through all of them. Yeah. So, um, but also we have really cool stuff for you to buy. We got to talk about that backpack. Yeah. Uh, we launched a Bredasaurus t-shirt. It's after, so cool. After Sarah's pumpkin carving stream, it is available for a limited time right now. I would love to screen share it with you, but um, if you just go to lttstore.com right now, yeah, man, this is actually probably better not being able to screen share because that way they have to go to the store. Go. Uh, yeah, if you go there, it's the first thing you're going to see, the, the Bredasaurus, or Bredsaurus, excuse me. It's available, available in four different colors, black, gray, Eggplant melange and rust melange. What is melange? Mix. Okay. Yeah. Mix of what? Uh, fabric color oh. things. You know that like where it looks kind of like TV static? Got it. Yeah, it's like that. Cool. If you if you zoom in, you'll be able to see, so what, it's like, see what I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't know if I want to say the name because it might be uh, copyright. What? Melange à toi? That's not how you pronounce it. No. <laughs> okay also uh, <laughs> uh, we've got our stealth sweatpants pro at just 39.99 the perfect companion for the stealth hoodie pro and we are still accepting signups for the magnetic cable management yeah. notification once those are available so that you gotta go to ltcstore.com slash pages slash magnetic dash cable dash management three why that three is on there i couldn't possibly tell you but i'm sure there's a reason oh also we sent out a newsletter this week you can see it on the store blog page i think it's called no newsletter where do you find it oh yeah don't, under don't they info. come a week later they will ah. this one's going out at the same time mm. but in the future they're going to be a week or two delayed going up in the archive so the way to get them as quickly as possible is going to be by actually subscribing to the newsletter where we'll also have yeah. deals and stuff like that uh, but this one's called freaking lasers and is all about the super super cool sls 3D printers that we've equipped our creator warehouse engineering team with and some of the amazing prototyping stuff that they've been doing with these. They are so cool. Going through the newsletter, they took a bunch of pictures and stuff. Uh, Kyle worked really hard on this, putting together a whole bunch of information about SLS 3D printing, showing you guys some of the early versions of the stubby screwdriver that they were able to create with it because it's dimensionally accurate and doesn't shrink and all this neat stuff. Uh, but what's the, the coolest thing about it for me that really blew me away about it was that you don't need any supports. So yeah. you just have like powder and it scrapes a layer of powder over top and then it uses a laser to harden it. And then the whole platform moves and it scrapes a new layer of powder over top and hardens it. So at the end, you're left with a part that is encased in, in powder. So uh, I, I, I look, I know that SLS 3D printers can be a little bit hazardous. We followed protocol. It's okay. 
But we took the kids to, to work and did a little like uh, field trip, you know, learn how to use the, the 3D printer. That's and cool. Print anything you want because they always ask me to 3D print stuff they find. And I'm always like, Daddy's basic Ultimaker 2 can't print that. Sorry. That's, that's, it's, a, it's a circular conversation. They'll be like, okay, what about this one? Daddy's Ultimaker 2 can't print that. Sorry. Um, Are they like giant prints or something? Because Ultimaker is pretty good. Well, it's more the issue that they would require so much scaffolding mm. that I do not yeah. want to clean up. Yeah, that's fair. That's that I don't want to do it. Yeah. But with SLS, because it's just encased in this in this uh, dust. Which you can right? brush away and reuse. Which you can brush away and actually Super reuse cool. a lot of it. Yeah. Um, you can print anything you want and it's just automatically supported. So they, so we printed them and then we did the whole like excavate them, which was way more time consuming than I expected. Part of it was that my kids picked ridiculously complex models. There's, there's one that's called like a skeleton dragon or something like that. If you look it up. Sounds the sick. Yeah. Super cool. But like, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, <laughs> that's just, almost archeology span at that point. Yeah, so that was really fun. Anyway, you guys can learn more about it and see how the team is using it in the newsletter archive. Very cool. All right. What do you want to talk about next? I think it's time for us to do another topic. We're not talking about the backpack? Are we no, saving that? I think we've talked about enough merch. I don't want the people to get tired of hearing about merch. But All right, that sounds good. Cool. Let's talk about the finals. Um, I played it last night. Really? Yeah. So what's the deal here? It's another team shooter. Do we really yes. need another one of those? But it has announcers. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, blah, 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 this happened. Blah, 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 blah. Except the announcers are AI. Yeah. And to be completely so honest, about that. the people that I was playing with last night and I, we none of us knew they were AI. And all of us were making fun of how bad they were the whole time. So and when I read saying... this doc, I was like... Oh, it's a feature, not a bug. <laughs> Sorry, it's funny. Sorry. So you're saying it's a feature, not a bug. Because uh, it's funny. I don't know if it was good funny. We were mocking the game. They're... The game itself was fun. I will put that out there. And like, do we need another? I like their take on it, actually. OK, tell it's, me about it. It's 3v3v3 or 3v3v3v3. So it's either three teams or four teams. Oh, wow. OK, of three. Uh, and it's very objective based. So it's PUBG then, but with but very objective maps. based, okay. and there's no like looting. Oh, okay. You you pick your loadout before the game, and that's what you have. So when I you might die. actually be able to enjoy it then, because I don't have to figure out exactly which micromanaged bullet fits in exactly yeah, no. which stupid gun that has some unintelligible <laughs> model name. Yeah, there's no Tarkoving here. Um, you have your main loadout, and then you have like a reserve loadout that you can switch to when you're dead during a game. So if you're like, oh man, I chose a sniper and this is a very indoors map where that would be very bad, you can switch, but you only have That's the cool. two options. So there isn't a lot of switching. You can't pick up other people's stuff, etc. So you kind of have to somewhat... Commit. Really? You can't even loot other people's like just nope. gun? Nope. Wow. You have I'm infinite surprised. magazines. Oh, so There's unlimited no ammo. Sorry? Unlimited ammo. Yeah, but you do have to reload. Yeah, no, no. I, so I, magazine capacity is fixed, but you have unlimited magazines and like your your utilities and stuff. They uh, they the recharge. Sorry. The word is clip. <laughs> how how to trigger gun people in less than a quarter of a second. 
Um, it could be, but not in this situation. It is magazines. Um, but they're they're like like if you have grenades or an RPG or a, a fortification wall or sure. whatever, all of those things just recharge. So there's there's no looting. You never technically run out. You might just be on a cooldown or need to reload. One of the two. Um, and yeah, it was actually kind of fun. I enjoyed it because of how objective based it was. Right. Yeah. Instead then, of just being all yeah, just kill the guys. Essentially, deathmatch. Deathmatch is so boring. The most boring of multiplayer modes. We ran into a team that was the hardest team. We won every single game that we played, <laughs> except for the very last one. I think we're all. It was kind of. It was past time to go to bed, to be completely honest. So I think that's why. Wow. But the what team, an excuse or excuse making team, gamer. By the way, we won now every that we're back other to sitting game. right next to each other. You see how he's drifting out of the frame again? He's back Am to I his old it? habits. Am I doing we it? have a monitor right there. Just look at it. <laughs> but I have to look at you. So it's fine. I will talk to oh, Linus sorry, like this. Sorry you have to suffer. <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> um okay. The 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 team that finally beat us. They had one player who was just healing. Oh, out of three. Yeah. Interesting. So like, I, and I, I had never seen a single team play that way so far. Right. We had someone on our team who had uh, like the option to heal, but most of the time would fight. And then if there was like a, a break in the fighting, they would quickly yep. try to heal people up, whatever. This person was full on combat healing. They were not shooting at all they were just supporting their team and it was really hard to beat them which is interesting to me because supports are good yeah in a shooter game yeah that's not that common it happens yeah, overwatch too yeah but it's it's not that common so it's actually kind of interesting um Back and yeah to it was the fun. ai voices though if you guys yes. i will admit that in the trailer for the game i didn't find them obnoxious they seemed fine mm. But when I listened to just some gameplay of the game, it became far more obvious that there were intonation issues or slight pronunciation quirks that made it seem generated. It kind of reminded me, I think the, I think the closest thing I can think of is it reminded me of the commentary of NHL 2004. Yeah. Like like an old like in the early days of sports games having commentators when they were you know the fidelity was high but the variety was very low. And oh, in yeah. the case of the finals uh or the final, which one is it? The finals. In the case of the finals, um the variety is very high, which is actually enabled according to the developer by their use of AI because they can really really quickly iterate on the copy for the announcers, but the quality is low, so it's jarring, and that's that's what I was trying to get at that that jar that distracting vibe. Now, I got to tell you, if I, I haven't actually played it yet, so I was just watching people's gameplay, and what I tried to do was put myself in a mindset where I am playing instead of watching a video and you know listening for it. I suspect I'd probably get used to it a bit. Yeah, honestly, the the like quality wasn't really what stood out to me. It was that the lines were really bad. 
Okay, so then that's on the game developer one way or the other then. Yeah, so like, okay, they can rapidly iterate because of this. Well, I had a very good time in the game. Maybe they need to continue rapidly iterating the voice lines. Um, I don't know. I also find it interesting that like they're AI voice actors, but like the team names are randomly distributed from a pre-selected list of team names that is really short. Yeah, that was a funny thing to me too. Like I kind of thought you that would be a justification for an AI uh, announcer is if you were allowed to pick your own team name. That gets obviously, super sketchy. Which would obviously cause problems. I know, I they, know. They actually, th this is something I'll say right now is they, they need to improve their word filtering already. Oh, really? We saw multiple people with usernames that were like not cool. Like at all. Ooh. because they would like, oh, I'm going to take the first letter of this word and swap it with the first letter of this other word. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, instead of hate, it's going to be Nate. Like Hot Bull. Sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Yeah, like, okay. Okay, they avoid AI voice actors. So you think you could have like, I don't know, a hundred different team names because yeah, whatever think that. the kingfishers was in like every single game we played oh okay <laughs> and it's it's not like a super unique team name either so you think like oh they only have team names that like fit the lore of this universe whatever no there was the big splash the kingfishers just like super generic sounding team names so you think okay now just have a list of 300 of them and, and then it feels fairly races. unique every game yeah but no, but no, not at all. Now, so it doesn't. To me, it doesn't like really feel like they're fully taking advantage of what they should gain from it. Honestly, makes sense. I mean, we're so early days here that, like, you know, maybe conceivably, um, you know, this is a this is a placeholder. I mean, they haven't stopped using human voice actors altogether. Yeah. Um, in fact, they've been very clear that they aren't trying to replace voice actors um their text-to-speech is all about saving cost and allowing them to respond quickly to new ideas um they say they have more use team names traditional recordings for scenes where actors chemistry is important but for these contextual in-game action callouts they just wanted to use their ai commentators um in order to achieve the aforementioned quickness and cost savings the cost yeah. savings one is um kind of quiet part out loud to me yeah <laughs> like yeah, obviously. Uh, if I was trying to put together a PR message for why I'm using AI text-to-speech instead of a proper... I'm happy they're being transparent. I know where you're going with it, but... Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't mention that. I'd, yeah. I'd talk about, you know, I'd talk about how it enables us to have 300 different teams and dynamically mix and match them and blah, 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 blah. Uh, which apparently they haven't done. Yeah, but do I, think, I think a big part of this is that just it's very early days yeah. for this kind of in-game integration and there's no way around that. I right will now. say it worked like kind of surprisingly well. Right. Just the game felt pretty smooth. Gunplay felt pretty good. Um, they have like cosmetic systems, obviously, because I think it's supposed to be a free game. Um, all that stuff worked fine. Leveling systems seem to be fine. Are you going to go back to it? Yeah. For years? Mm, I don't know about that. A month? Yeah. Six months. Maybe. 
depends what else comes out because there's so much. much going on right now. Yeah, and it's like and you've got other games to play. What? What? Yeah. How's Final Fantasy VI going? Final Fantasy VI has been going really good. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, actually been going really good. Nice. I told. I'm happy that you. Did, I. I also. I have to commend you, sir. Do you trust me now? You did a good. Well, yeah. I. I would have trusted you before. I just never played any real fight except for eight. Anyways, um, you did a good job. Oh, what did I do? Because I was talking about part of the story being sad that I wasn't going to be able to do it anymore. Yes. And, and I, I could do it. Darn mouth shut. And you did great because I didn't read that at all. I didn't like get that from you at all. And then I go back to that thing and I'm able to do it now. I'm like, oh, that's actually really cool because I couldn't figure it out. Because can you even do it early? The old man and the cider. No, you can't. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, I feel so dumb. I can't figure this out. And then it's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, and then it's a, it's kind of cool. No, he's just a weird old man who wants some cider the first time you see him, and then yeah. he's like a resistance leader later. Look, Final Fantasy VI is a friggin' like thirty year old game or whatever at this point. I'm not yeah. gonna worry too much about spoilers here. So I'm at I'm at um well I think that was a spoiler for me, but I'm at a uh, oh no oh really wait what yeah I just gave him some cider and he was like I forgot what the password is and then you have to do it like twice because you don't know what the password is and you finally figured out that it's courage um oh wait no i didn't spoil anything though did i i think so no 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 no. that's it no he doesn't end up being a resistance leader and as far as i'm in oh wait no then i'm wrong okay i I just mean he helps you rejoin the resistance there yeah he's a facilitator he's just happy you gave him alcohol and he's like oh go in the tunnel whatever (laughs) maybe the translation's changed because it seemed to me like like he i don't know knew he was giving you access to something important or something but I, I could also just not remember properly. I think that's somewhat true, but he just came off like a drunk to me Fair that enough. was like willing to do whatever as long as he got his cider. Nice. <laughs> but I might have read too much. So where, where are you up to now? Uh, I So I did, I finished all of the, the like three separate campaigns. Nice. That's a really cool segment. That, that is game. a very cool. I really liked how they did that. Yeah, they actually. split the party and then you have these like three parallel adventures. Yeah. You have like the super, super, super long one. Yes. And then you're like, oh, I wow, thought, do I have to do three of these? I did that one first. So I was like, whoa, this is a long game. <laughs> and then the next two were like super short, especially Locks. Locks was like incredibly short. Really short. Yeah. Um, but good. Interesting gameplay. Yep. Kind of hilarious when you <laughs> you steal the first person's armor. Yeah, it, and it it changes their unit name to birthday suit. Yeah, love it. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, so we're we're all together now in what is it? Narsh. Nar a Narsh Narshi. I can't tell. Sure, whichever yeah, one. I don't know. It's one of it's a it's a game that only has text. Yeah. So everyone kind of grew up with their own head cannon for how like uh, like okay. Um, the the Doma Knight. How do you pronounce his name? Oh crap! Which I know exactly. I can picture exactly what he looks like, but I, I'm not remembering his name right now. Starts with a C. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Next is Y. I want to look it up. Seriously, I've already given you. Oh, two is of it the four C or whatever? C Y R E. Oh, did they change his name? I I just I don't. Oh, remember. okay. Well, his name was C Y A N. Oh, I, I just do um, Cyan. Yeah, okay. Apparently that's wrong. He was always Cyan in my head canon. Apparently it's Cayenne. I don't know. That's, sure, that's, that's a spicy take to me. 
<laughs> I know. I <laughs> um, okay. Um, <laughs> and derailed. Um, but yeah, we're in we're in Narsh or Narshi or whatever. The whole gang's back together, and uh, the town just got under attack. And the nice. like, king and the leader of Narsh have that debate back and forth yep. where they're like. We're gonna, you're trying to ask us to spill our blood and he's like it's gonna happen anyways you might as well be prepared Sick. all that kind of stuff is pretty good speech yeah um <laughs> good speech <laughs> 10 out of 10 <laughs> um that just ended town is under attack my whole crew is lined up and i think i'm picking battle parties and then i was like all right i need a break now yep okay but it's yeah a tough fight that's where i'm at it felt like i was leading into something big you were and i was like I don't have time for this right now. And I, I feel like this is something that I want to like do in one sitting. Yeah, it's a tough fight. Yeah. And it'll take a little while. Yeah. I finally started my side of the commitment. I saw you launch Titanfall. I did. Yeah. I launched it. And played for about three and a half hours. Oh. Yeah, I, I, it's two sessions. Um, it's... Where are you at? I am at the point where I have found the energy source... And that is supposed to uh, power their Death Star. And I need to get the the information, the intel that I have gotten from the like dead commander who I found their body in between two floors of a building or whatever. And he has a special time-stopping watch or like time-shifting watch. How long have you had that? Uh, the time-shifting watch? Long enough that I don't have it anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. That part's really fun. That part is super cool. And I was like... I realize that this is a gimmick because I am way too overpowered right now yeah. and they cannot leave me with this. Basically, you shift between two different timelines. Being in yeah, well no, well no. Oh, it's the past and the Yes. Yeah. You shift between the present when this base is like destroyed and decayed beyond all recognition and the past when the marine or made when the major who was investigating it and trying to get intel in the base uh, was investigating it um so in a way you actually kind of take his place in the past which i suspect will play out in the plot later in some way um so you kind of take on his role investigating this place um you get some audio logs from him and stuff and you, you know, find out what he found and then continue his mission. Um, but what you can do is with a middle click, you can switch between the place being overrun and there being like organic monsters and stuff and the place being heavily guarded by this faction that you are trying to oppose or, you know, resist against or whatever rebel against um, where there's a lot of like mechs and, you know, mecha suits and just, uh, kind of uh, phantom menace battle droids and also armored like human soldiers. And what's neat is everyone's position in those two realities stays consistent. So you could clear out all of the like monsters in the decayed present time version and then have like a safe spot into the past, see that something bad is there, pop into the present go around to the back, pop back into the past, give them a wedgie, and then pop back into the present, reposition, and you have a cloaking device in the game, um, and it takes the place of that, kind of, because it uses the same mouse binding, but it only lasts for like four seconds or something. Like, it's a really short cloak if you've, if your only experience with cloaking is 
playing crisis because you haven't played video games because you know you had kids and started a company 10 years ago. <laughs> idiot um <laughs> uh, so it's a really really short cloak it's like desperation tactic cloak not like use it all the time cloak long cooldown as well uh so replacing that with i can duck into a safe dimension and then pop out at will and you'll basically still be exactly where you were and i can just you know auto shot and could you could you could you get rid of you um really Ooh, fun the probably mastiff? sorry the mastiff there, i don't know there's two auto shots. i don't know what guns are called does it horizontal spread i just pick up whatever gun i find and then i just fire it at things i right? like the guns in that game but that's okay. yeah i don't really worry about it okay yeah i don't I, dude I, my brain is full of tech part numbers i don't have time <laughs> i don't have room for gun part numbers <laughs> fair enough um really fun I think the last time I can remember having this much fun with a game gimmick. I'm very was happy to hear the that. First fear. Yeah, and like my my whole review of Titanfall Two single player campaign was this is the best single player shooter in a long time. Maybe not forever. It's been too long since I've like originally experienced some of the like legendary shooters, but in the last like I don't know ten years even, it's very likely one of if not the best single player shooter I've played. I have to confess, I've never played a Call of Duty single player campaign. I know some of them are supposed to be really excellent. Some of them are actually quite good. Um, but like I the first Modern Warfare is supposed to be really good. First Modern Warfare campaign is quite good, but I don't think it's... Personally, it doesn't beat Titanfall 2 for me. Well, But it, I, I did really like that campaign. They have the advantage of, have, of having this futuristic setting that allows them to have yes. things like mech gimmicks. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, time time travel, time shift gimmicks. But I, I like don't that. care about the advantages. I, I actually just... find the mech combat the least satisfying part of it. Yep. It's when I, when I would boring. play online, uh, you would, like, earn a mech by doing things, I think. I think you had to, like, gain more score. Um, and you could you could get a thing for it where it would just, like, pilot itself, basically, just inefficiently. I'll just do that all the time and stay on foot. Yeah, because the the operator or the whatever they're called, I, I can't remember what Pilot. they're pilots. Because the pilots have this really cool, like I never played Mirror's Edge, but I watched videos of it. So it has a very Mirror's Edge looking kind of parkour element and to the it. The skill wall ceiling on that is insane. Oh, I'm terrible at it, but I can see how people could basically be unhittable with it. You know that uh, that tutorial run they make you do? Yeah. People do it in like, if I remember correctly, it's like 14 seconds or something. That's incredible. Like it's nuts. There's online gameplay of people that use, there's a sniper called a Kraber, which is a one-shot sniper. And they have like grappling hooks and they use sliding and they just like are shooting people while they're flying through the air and they just keep their momentum like for most of the match and are just like fly. It's it's. So you it's can nuts. wall run, you can sprint, crouch, slide, you can... I have, I don't think I have a grappling hook yet. Anyway... I don't know. It's. I know it's in multiplayer. Can, I don't even know if it's in the campaign. You can double jump, and doing these things together can help gain momentum. It's almost like sanctioned bunny hopping. Um, in oh, a yeah. way it's encouraged bunny hopping. yeah so the yeah. more you the more you do it the more you are faster and difficulter to hit elijah's saying grapple is multiplayer only okay there you go that explains why i don't know anything about it yeah um and so you know for me i just stay running and i just like kind of mash space bar and crouch occasionally and i'm already hard enough to hit for just like ai dumb dumb enemies that yeah. i died very little other than when i screw up the parkour and i fall to my death so um, honestly, I when I when I played it 
I beat it in like one fairly long session, but one day. Um, and then I think it was like two days later or something, I cranked it to the highest difficulty and beat it again because it did feel a little bit too easy, mm. um, which is not even something I usually like care about in games. I used to play Call of Duty where uh, I, my brother and I would go pick up the new Call of Duty, come home, play the campaigns, and then we would play online afterwards. And something that I would do is that first time that I played the campaign, I would play it on like relatively easy and just try to like do weird things and right. try yep. to break the game in different ways and stuff like that. And then later on, I would go through and play the campaign again on a much higher difficulty. Um, but I, I just did it like fairly back to back with Titanfall because it was so it was so much fun. But yeah, I'm happy you're enjoying it. That's yeah, cool. no, I'm I'm definitely enjoying it so far. I've got another game topic for you guys, but let's get through our sponsors first here. Dan, are you ready? Oh, while he preps, something that I like about Titanfall is like that that time shifting watch and other things that happen. There's one that's very fun that you cool. haven't experienced yet. Um, I think the time shifting one's my favorite, but there's one that's really cool that's coming up. Um, but they, they don't leave it with you for too long. Yeah. It, it didn't never get gets tired. It's welcome. Yeah. It's a relatively short campaign, but I don't know that I would like it more if it was longer. Got it. I just like, they give you something, you're still having a great time and they take it away and they introduce something else. So you never like, there's nothing, you're never like, oh, okay. So it's like it takes two, except without the boring, boring, boring story did you play it takes two no i never actually did really you've like so you're basically a bad boyfriend (laughs) i've offered to play it oh okay yeah emma didn't want to play it she's like more interested in hanging out with the birds and playing with lego that's fair which is fair okay she might actually enjoy it though i enjoyed it i want to play Baldur's gate with her at some point yeah she's been very busy accessibility of Baldur's gate is pretty low yvonne is is like she's down um but like yeah she's not there i have to admit i have found some elements of playing it with her a little frustrating <laughs> as a seasoned rpg player even if i don't really do D games you know i will enter a town and do a sweep and talk to everyone yeah. and figure out, okay, what's the point of me being here? And she just looks at town and then maybe like talks to a person, but like we skipped three people and <laughs> how are we supposed to have any idea what the crap is going on here? What are you doing? I, 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 I enjoy playing games like Baldur's Gate with a range of people because I find it very interesting to watch how different people want to play the game. So like I've played Baldur's Gate with Wendell. It's going to take us 800 hours to get through the campaign the way she plays. Oh, yeah. I'll say that much. Yeah, yeah. I play the campaign with Vend- Wendell and he, uh, I don't remember the the Dark Urge. Do you know that character? Yeah. <laughs> he picked that one because he just like wanted a wizard. But the Dark Urge wants to like kill people all the time. But that's not really Wendell. So Wendell's like constantly fighting against his own character, which was actually very entertaining to play with. Um, (laughs) Joe, on the other hand, we've barely played uh, Baldur's Gate, but we played Divinity Original Sin 2, which is another game made by them, where like the choices of things are very much in your hands. Um, By the time we moved to Act 2, everything. Friendly, not friendly, didn't matter. Everything in Act 1 was dead. (laughs) The whole world, <laughs> everything. 
<laughs> I don't remember what happened, but like, I think we like accidentally blew up a barrel or something in town and we were just like, well, time to commit. <laughs> and like we played Baldur's Gate uh, and you, <laughs> you meet one of the characters that like could join your party. And I think yeah. they probably join most people's parties, but they're like, I'll just say rude to you yeah, off the start. Dick. Yeah. And then they just got obliterated because Joe was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very, it's very fun because you're running into people that are like, no, I need to like collect all the party members and accommodate everybody and make sure I have the best team to like min max sure. or whatever. You'll have other people that are just, everyone gets along more into the they're all banging. <laughs> that's part of the game. Um, that are more into the, you know, the combat and just want to fight anything and then yeah i don't know it's the the range of gameplay styles is very interesting all right why don't we get into our sponsors thanks to collide for sponsoring today's show if you work in security or it and your company has okta this message is for you have you noticed that for the past few years the majority of data breaches and hacks you read about have something in common it's employees hackers absolutely love exploiting vulnerable employee devices and credentials but it doesn't have to be this way Imagine a world where only secure devices can access your cloud apps. In this world, fish credentials are useless to hackers, and you can manage every OS, even Linux, from a single dashboard. Best of all, you can get employees to fix their own device security issues without creating more work for IT. The good news is, you don't have to imagine this world. You can just start using Collide. Collide is a device trust solution for companies with Okta, and it ensures that if a device isn't trusted and secure, it can't log into your cloud apps. Visit collide.com slash WAN to watch a demo and see how it works. That's K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash WAN. Thanks to Circuit Specialist for sponsoring today's show. Are you looking for electronic components and equipment? Whether you're working on a personal project or a professional venture, Circuit Specialist has the tools and supplies to help you succeed. They offer a wide range of offerings, including resistors, capacitors, soldering stations, oscilloscopes, and more. Leveraging their technology and sourcing expertise, they aim to provide their customers with tools and parts that may otherwise be unavailable to them or too expensive. Their commitment to quality ensures you receive reliable and high-performance products suited for your needs. Let Circuit Specialist help you upgrade your electronics toolkit. Check them out at lmg.gg slash circuit specialists. Thanks to SignalWire for sponsoring this week's show. SignalWire is a leading provider of cloud-native, low-code APIs. They recently launched their new AI agent that allows you to create voice applications that are not only smarter, but also simulate natural human conversations. Setup is easy. You can embed an agent into an application in minutes using the no-code drag-and-drop tools or by using SignalWire's robust API for more customization. These AI agents understand and respond to requests beyond a scripted format. They can perform actions like scheduling appointments, answering questions, or forwarding calls. You can even use it to prank spam callers and waste their time. If you have a business phone line or an app that features live conversations, then this is something you need to check out. So try it now by going to SignalWire at the link in the show notes. This is huge. The EU banned meta tracking user behavior and using that to target ads at them. That's w actually wild. That is basically how the internet. Yes. How the internet advertising on the internet works these days. Yeah. So um, that was, that was, that ban was placed on meta by Norway in August and now covers the entire European economic area. Meta did not comply with the Norway ban and has been subject to daily fines of $90,000 since. Meta could now be fined up to 4% of its global Whoa. turnover under the new rule 
and it claims it is in the process of complying. The ban will come into effect in a week after the Irish data regulator finishes evaluating Meta's proposed consent-based approach to processing user data. Hmm. Earlier this week, Meta launched its paid ad-free subscription for Facebook and Instagram in the European Union for 10 euros a month via desktop or 13 euros via Android or iOS to account for their 30% take, presumably. The subscription is not available elsewhere and is only available to users above 18. So teenage users in the EU will stop seeing ads entirely. How is the EU so cool? And how do we get some of that over here? So based. Um, Yeah, I don't know actually based i'm pretty sure that's the correct way to use that (laughs) i uh, yeah that's really sick i don't really know what else to even say this is just awesome i guess this is what happens when a a huge amount of countries band together and get some stuff done Um, Uh, dbrand just sent me a text message i'm not going to provide any additional context for this because you know whatever something might happen at some point or something i don't know um, but uh, uh, to the robot from Dbrand who just texted me, I, I got, I got you, I got you. Uh, it's a, it's a screen capture of them typing, um, "What the fudge is a die shrink?" But with much harder language. I don't have a sensor button today. Uh, I will explain. Uh, a die shrink is um, taking an otherwise sort of similar design. Okay, so like a CPU, and then pretty much manufacturing what is basically that same CPU, but with smaller transistors, presumably for some kind of performance and or efficiency advantage. So um, rather than design an entirely new chip on a new architecture, you're taking something that's already kind of a known quantity and you're just shrinking it. So you're not going to expect any kind of revolutionary difference in performance, but you might see a bonus in terms of cooler operation or um, or lower power consumption. There, that's all I have to say about that. The bread, bread source is gone? Oh. What? Wait, what? There was a bread source here? And did more things couldn't go wrong on stream. Oh, for crying out loud. Okay, thanks, Dan. <laughs> that's, um, <clears throat> we're really glad we have you here to uh, really, okay. Um, wow. This is really hard to watch, honestly. <laughs> I love that I'm using this background for a change, though. Yeah. It was very time consuming doing all of this, and I never stream. And then in traditional WAN fashion, you can't see like a bunch of it. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, no, no. So normally it's for streaming. So I'd be here. Oh, uh, there you go. Okay. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Other, it'd be a whole thing. Yeah. Um, so anyway, discussion. I, I don't have a lot to say about this other than that's super cool. Um, I think people are going to balk at the idea of paying for the internet rather than giving away their personal information for the internet. But if this is the start of a, of a new trend, uh, it's it Personally, can only be a positive thing. I love it because I don't know a lot of the things that you would need to end up paying for are things that you like fairly objectively for most people. Not everyone. Most people should probably use less, anyways. Just saying. Got him. So I don't know. Speaking of using less, Microsoft is not going to be letting you use as many unauthorized controllers on their consoles. Yeah. On November 12th, Microsoft will roll out a system level ban 
on unauthorized third-party Xbox accessories because they can compromise the gaming experience. Only officially supported accessories will work with Xbox One and Series mm. S and X consoles. However, at the same time, the company is reportedly expanding the third-party approval program for wireless controllers, which could mean that Microsoft is primarily targeting products like the Titan 2 and Cronus Zen that allow customers to use any style of controller, including a mouse and keyboard, by spoofing an Xbox controller. Uh... This is all very interesting. It's, it's pretty obvious that that's what they're after. But what was really stand out to me about this was when I was looking at the... Man, it must have been a different article. I've heard that is reading. insane because you gain a lot of the benefits of being on a mouse and keyboard, but then you have auto like auto-aim. <laughs> so it's incredibly overpowered. So I don't know. Rats, I can't find the link that um, that I think I, I sent to the news team when I suggested this topic. But it had a... Uh, it had this kind of constellation of all the Xbox partners and one of them was this doll that you can buy. Um, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, here it is. What? It's uh, it's called An American Girl. It's apparently a lineup of dolls. And it's an Xbox what? gaming set from the Xbox One X era that I just wasn't familiar with. Um Okay, this is not the okay gaming accessory set. How no, no, there's a whole kit where you can get the doll too, and it like, oh man, I can't, I can't find it anymore. I, I found, found it. it. Excuse me. Anyway, this. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There's the product page. So it's called American Girl Plus Xbox Gaming Set. This made my brain hurt. Well, I don't even. It actually comes with a toy pamphlet for Game Pass. <laughs> What is it? Like, seriously, it's a doll. It's an 18-inch doll that just sits in a gamer chair wearing gamer headphones. Oh, so it doesn't actually have anything to do... Oh, no, the one I was looking at is the older one. This is a Series X. Yeah, this is the new one. He's got the new one. What? It doesn't do anything. It you just... just have, like, candy, fake candy. Yeah. Fake Game Pass. Fake fidget spinner. Speaking of profiling. Fake fidget spinner. Wow. What are you? What are you saying about my sensory what's up with this the controller with the screen on it i don't know what that is i mean maybe they designed this when they were really pushing project x cloud yeah oh look it's this guy we already talked about the merch stuff i what swear up, to dude? you we dude, talked about the merch we talked about enough? it i don't know i haven't actually looked at sales and we haven't talked about all of it we haven't Price talked about the backpack and the backpack is super there's stuff on the floor oh yeah we haven't done that backpack topic yet what do you mean there's stuff on the floor Floor stuff. What? What are you, you even talking about? The merch? What merch? What floor stuff? You guys are so ridiculous. On your right. On your right. Yeah, yeah other yeah, side. Come on, bye. I think bye. we did. I think we did. I think we just didn't have the floor prop. Oh yeah, we didn't have the pants. Right, uh, these are the pants. Um, I really think with the mic setup today, we're not going to be able to do <laughs> Here, this. You're do you want me to, to... Want me to stand behind you in Vanna White? I mean, sure. Yeah. Basically, they go with the Stealth Pro hoodie. These are the Stealth Sweatpants Pro. They're 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 sweatpants. They're com they're really comfortable, and um, unlike most of our sweatpants, they don't have the French terry interior. So they're so if you are not into that feeling, then they are going to be better for you. They've got pockets with zippers because we love that. Thanks, Luke. You're doing a great job back there. 
<laughs> this is ridiculous. I don't know, man. Everything is ridiculous today. I just want to play video games, okay? Yeah. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> that was that was that was amazing. Have we talked about the executive order for safe AI? Yeah, we did, right? Someone asked me if I've watched BlizzCon. I work today, dude. I've not watched anything from BlizzCon. Ooh, extreme stress test for the LTT backpack. Yeah, this is super cool. I want to show this. Yeah, we can't. So I will oh. link it in chat. There you go, guys. Click the link yourselves. Yeah. User Frasher, I hope I'm saying that right, 11, has reported that his LTT backpack has survived an entire year of extremely heavy use at his job in an underground mine uh, as a maintenance tech. He's also added a picture of a previous $50 backpack that lasted five months under the same conditions. <laughs> From his experience, Frasher 11 estimates that one year of his usage is equivalent to three years of heavy outdoor use. And if you look at pictures of this bag... I believe him. I believe him. Yeah. Despite regularly carrying over 25 pounds, it survived remarkably well. And the way the shoulder straps are secured lends to its strength and durability. You can you can see that in the pictures, actually. Uh, sadly, the zippers have recently started to slightly unzip sometimes. He tends or he finds its bright orange interior is also very helpful. Yeah. With the new um, the zipper pulls, with the new zipper pulls, he could carabiner them closed. Oh, that's true, actually. But I mean, it's it's more that um, they're they're coming apart sometimes on the other side. They're YKK zippers, but nothing is perfect. They are the oh, best zippers side. we Got can it. get. Yeah. Um, yeah. Your mileage may vary. I was really disappointed when I saw one of the pictures with the shoulder strap all torn apart. Yeah, and then, then I realized, I realized it's not ours. <laughs> that was his other bag. That's yeah. what it looked like after five months. <laughs> we are looking sick. By comparison, so oh, yeah. I was really happy with that. Yeah, it's actually like patinaed in a really cool way. I'm just saying, it like oh, looks kind of sick. It looks like it's been through hell, <laughs> yeah, but is still but holding up, it. which yeah. is like perfect. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, this is really cool. Um, Chewy, our our community manager, saw this and was like, "Yo, dog, it would be really interesting if we could get our hands on that and see if there's anything that we could learn." from what a backpack that gets used heavier than any of us could ever possibly hope to yeah. uh, looks like. And, you know, where are the failure points? Uh, here's a new bag. If you could just send us back your old one. Uh, so we apparently sent him a new bag. Sweet. Even though his is working fine, just so we can kind of study it. And yeah, no, see that's cool. Where we can reinforce it. That's awesome. LTT bag two confirmed. Apple announced the M3 lineup. Uh, Geekbench results have leaked, and the Snapdragon X Elite looks pretty good. That's uh, that's not here. surprising at this point. They've actually been doing a great job. The M series MacBooks have been crazy, so like, that's cool. You know what else is really interesting though is the Snapdragon X Elite. So that's Qualcomm's ARM on Windows processor is within striking distance of the M3 MacBook Pro for single bench in Geekbench, or single core performance in Geekbench, and actually between an M3 Pro and an M3 Max. But it's slightly better in single core, isn't it? No, it's it's right there. It's like right on par. What am I doing wrong? What's that? Yeah. That 2979. Oh, I was looking at M3 Max yeah. MacBook Pro. Yeah, so it's right on par with the M3 for single threaded, and then it's right in between the Pro and the Max for multi-threading. Am I excited about ARM on Windows? That's weird, right? Is that even possible, Luke? It's weird, right? I know. I don't know how to feel about this. Yeah. Um, in summary, 
you guys can watch our coverage of the event. <laughs> well, what? I got games to play, Luke. I, I can't no, I sit like around it. here all day. <laughs> Honestly, the second you said that, I was like, I know why you said that. <laughs> exactly. Because this would be pretty long. But Yeah, there's a lot to talk about here, and the news team did a great job of compiling all of this for us, and we were really appreciative of that. The point is, arm on Windows. Is it finally coming true after 12 long years or whenever the Surface RT launched? Are you going to be super sad? Am I going to be sad? Yeah. Do you think if they're going to be not replaceable day because chips? It's arm? Like, where are you going Do you think they're going to be replaceable chips? Oh, no, they're not going to be. Well, yeah, but they already weren't in laptops. Yeah, but they're going to come to desktop. Yeah, AIOs first, but yes, you're right. Yeah. But then a lot of AIOs are already using laptop chips. Yeah, yeah, but they're coming. my whole point is about desktops. Because now you're going to get chip soldered to boards. Then RAM's coming next. Oh, man. I'm about to get myself canceled again. I... Canceled? Yeah. I don't even know what to be afraid of right now. I am less opposed to CPUs soldering oh. soldered to boards than I probably was in the because past. Because the whole dream of upgrading the processor and keeping the whole motherboard never happens. Is that why? I think my experience with Threadripper kind of killed it. Everyone I know enjoys when they're, when they're, when they're, people are going to be pissed. <laughs> Everyone I know when they're specking out a computer enjoys being like, this is a new motherboard generation. So it's going to last like three more so I can upgrade the CPU. And then the next time I talk to them, which is the next, uh, this sometimes does actually happen. But then <laughs> the next time I talk to them when they're building a new computer, they're replacing the motherboard anyways. Yes. Now, with that said, the secondary market is something that we can't lose track of here. It's really oh, yeah. important to be able to pull the CPUs out of like, you know, Lenovo ThinkStations and, you know, uh, re repurpose them for cheap gaming boxes in China or whatever. We have a really cool video coming on a, a gaming PC we bought for like $300 on Taobao that is kind of awesome. That won't be possible anymore. And that is terrible. Also, motherboard failure rates are, I hazard to say high because honestly, they're not. It's just relative to a lot of other components in CPUs. a computer, especially CPUs. Yep. They're, they're really high. Yep. I, I wouldn't say honestly, failure rate of anything in a PC these days is actually high. Um, I'm not trying to dog on motherboards in general. Just like CPUs basically never die. And motherboards die fairly often, um, so you'll have you can you can get CPUs from like 15 years ago that are rock solid still, um, and usually you just have to keep swapping out the motherboard um, every so often. But man, I hear so much fun gaming yeah. going on downstairs. Yeah, we'll be down there soon. Don't worry. Soon enough. I just want to see if I CC'd you on this email. I wonder where all my yes, stuff ended up. <laughs> so Lewis Rossman. Yeah, our our title for the topic is Rossman on strike. Not not quite involuntarily. Lewis Rossman received three community strikes on YouTube, apparently for discussing and advocating for Futo's Gray J, an app that allows users to consolidate content from multiple video hosting services in one place, and potentially make it easier for users to discover and interact with content outside of the YouTube and Twitch ecosystems, particularly their recommendation algorithms. We messaged him about the situation because most of what I found about it was from third parties. And he says that the strikes may have been given because he mentioned Gray J having a working download button. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know why that would result in a community strike. Um, and I am not privy to exactly what was said to him in any correspondence with YouTube. It should be clarified that a community strike is not the same as a regular strike where it's like three strikes and your channel is gone. Um, it's more just, hey, you need to adhere to these guidelines, by the way. Um, it is also possible that they objected to Gray J having a built-in ad blocker, which is against YouTube's terms of service and something that they have been cracking down on recently. According I to expected that was going to be it when the announcement happened before this actually went down. Um, so that's still where I'm going to be leaning personally. According to Lewis Rossman, his YouTube account is on 90 day probation, but Ooh. has not been banned. It's a long probation. Now I CC'd you on my exchange with, yeah. with Lewis, um, about gray J. And one of the things that he asked about is if we would be interested in allowing Floatplane to have a plugin for gray J so people could watch Floatplane videos through the app provided that they had an active subscription. See, that's something to clarify is that even though Gray J does strip out the monetization of a platform like YouTube, it doesn't for a platform like a Patreon or a Floatplane. Yeah. So obviously I'm putting you on the spot a little bit here, asking you this live in front of over 10,000 people, but um, would we consider that? I basically, I told, I told him, look, from the Linus Media Group side of things, uh, I have kind of mixed feelings about something like Gray J. Uh, why, like they, they've said that they're working on a system where creators can opt out of having their YouTube channel available on Gray J. And honestly, I'm 50, 50, I'm, I, I'm, I might opt out. Why exactly am I going to make my catalog available willingly on a platform where I won't be compensated for it? And I, I know that there's like tipping, like you can pay one time or something to Gray J and I think there's a sharing system in place or whatever else it is, but I, I, I'm sorry. If, if that worked, we would, be, we would have a very different internet today. That's just not, uh, it doesn't work. I'll, 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 I'll take a wait and see on that one. If, if it works great, then awesome. I'm, I'd be happy to be wrong, but I, I really doubt it. Strong doubt. If you leave it entirely voluntary, uh, most people will entirely volunteer to contribute nothing. Um, uh, I, I don't know. Then, I saw the email. I told him on the floatplane side of things, I leave that to Luke and, and our, our new CEO to kind of figure out. Obviously, you probably haven't talked to Taryn about this yet. So that's where we're at. I was going to say this is going to be a cop-out, but I haven't talked to Taryn yet. Um, I, that's, yeah, I don't know. Ultimately, that seems like mostly a business decision. Um, Floatplane has features you wouldn't be able to access through GrayJ. I'm sure this is true for YouTube and other platforms as well. Um, but if people really want the consolidation, I could understand that. I mean, the idea so maybe there's a benefit is sound. There. I can understand the why, consolidation is really cool. Why users might like it, you know, the yeah. idea of following a creator rather than following an algorithmic, you know, suggestion for what someone else thinks you might want to watch or whatever else the case may be. I can definitely see some appeal there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's, I'm not completely against it, but I haven't dove into it fully yet. I need to talk to Taryn about it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Why is Elijah in floatplane chat? Dude, you're downstairs. Play games. Yeah. It's like actually bad form. Is he here? Yeah, he's here. No more headaches? 
I, I don't know. I haven't asked. Oh, okay. But we have a we have signage by the stairs. Don't fall. To maintain three points of contact. Don't run. Don't jump. Actually, we actually have like WorkSafe BC, like how to walk up and down stairs signage. Wow. It's it's not because of any individual employee. Wow. <laughs> I'm legally obligated to say that. He is. It's true. <laughs> for, con for context, Elijah fell down the stairs during a shoot a couple weeks ago. Sheesh, dude. He disclosed that. I, I, I'm not disclosing. Sheesh. Anyway, uh, 23andMe makes cash selling user data. What, what? a surprise. Um, no. Yeah, they're extending their collaboration agreement with GSK PLC, a multinational pharmaceutical <laughs> company, in exchange for $20 million. The agreement was first signed in 2018 and will be extended for at least an additional year, allowing GSK to mine anonymized DNA data from roughly 80% of 23andMe's 14 million gene testing customers that have agreed to share information for research purposes. The only data sets that rival 23andMe's library belong to Ancestry.com and the Chinese government. This partnership has- Where's that quote from? I don't know. Uh, what, they put it in quotes, here. but like- um, I'm looking it up. This partnership has reportedly contributed to the discovery of over 50 new drug targets, i.e. biomolecules that a drug could potentially bind to, and the new agreement is non-exclusive, so 23andMe could license its database to other drug makers. What a big surprise. Uh, moving into our last topic, the end of Dwarfheim? Yeah. Do you remember that game we played one time and it was terrible? <laughs> Really cool concept, though. I was wondering a, why this was in the It's top. kind of like a, a, a Warcraft 3 graphics, uh, you know, bird's eye view strategy game, but it's three-player co-op. So you all work together to build the same base and defend it against, like, hordes of enemies or something. Yeah. Theoretically. I mean, we never really got that far because we couldn't figure out how the crap to play it because the tutorials were kind of useless. Um, their servers are going offline in 27 days. Um, and But it's this note on the Steam page that really stood out to me. Uh, I was just, I was going through installing games for, for the LAN. And I was like, oh yeah, Dwarfheim. I wonder what's going on with that. And it was just serendipitous. Like we're a month from the servers going offline and they just posted this, uh, I don't know, a few days ago, I think. Hey everyone, we have some news to share on the future of Dwarfheim. Sometime after 1.0, the developers dissolved, which means we have no source code and no means to continue to update the game. In the meanwhile, we have been maintaining servers to enable players to continue playing the game. Unfortunately, it is no longer feasible to continue to maintain servers, so we will be removing Dwarfheim from sale as soon as Valve is able to make this change to prevent any further sales, and then Dwarfheim's server support will end on the 30th of November, 2023. Due to the way that Dwarfheim was built, it is not possible to play the game without servers and without the development team or the source code. There's no way we can patch in offline play. Thank you to everyone who supported Dwarfheim. Merge games. What? This is the future of gaming. It also sounds like a... And we've allowed this to happen. What is this book series that we're propped up on? A series of unfortunate events or something? To be clear, I don't think this game was ever really going to go anywhere. It was super buggy. The concept was really cool. There was like an underground where like one person could be working on like mining. And then there was like an overworld where you could work on base building or you know, scouting or whatever else. There was, there was stuff for all three players to do. It was just, it was kind of a mess. Um, 
But that's not the point. The point is that it's completely lost, and so will be every game that is reliant on online servers that are maintained by companies who are not forced, not legislated into ensuring that that, that service will remain either available or in a form where it can be maintained on an ongoing basis by an active community or another developer. Yeah, I mean, you can currently purchase stuff for Dwarfheim right now. So that's kind of weird. Um, you have the mouse. Nope. Oh, Luke has the mouse. Well, there's your problem. What did you need? And the micro SD and the SD are both in there. You asked for a micro SD adapter. There's a micro SD reader right on it. Okay. Uh, okay. It's time for WAN Show After Dark. Yeah, it's yeah, it's still for... Well, is oh, the supporter pass... I need the mouse back, Dan. Got him. Why? Wait, no, I can do it on my phone. I can do it here. No, I think I can do it on my phone. What are you trying to do? Ah! I'm trying to do WAN Show After Dark. No, 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 I got this. I got this. There. See, it's when show after dark. Oh, well, I mean, you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's do some rich messages, shall we? We're really not going to be able to do them all today. Yeah, I'm going to work on potentials. Um, Lisa wants to know how your birds are doing. Uh, birds are doing good. Said bye to them before I left today because they're... <laughs> You're such a nerd. Usually I hang out with them like all weekend because, uh, I, I mean, I have no friends. So if I'm not working out or working, yeah, I'm at home. Or leaning out of the frame. Or doing that. That's another thing you could be doing. So I said I said goodbye to birds because I won't see them until uh, Sunday, I guess. People are wondering where the wing is. Right here? Right there. Going... That was very smooth. Someone's been getting some practice in. Nope, not really. The and you did it with time... one hand. I told you. No, I know. I can do it. It's just, it's inconvenient. It's the way to do it, though. Yeah, uh, I guess. Yep. Um, spoiler, it sucks. You're out calling? Um, sort of. There was a Reddit thing. I haven't gone through it yet. That's honestly not the biggest problem with it. Oh. Like even so often, I have to click it like three times to get it to wake. My fingerprint sensor just randomly stopped working. You can see it's working now. I've changed nothing. It just worked just there. But then sometimes I'll do it like five times and I can't do it. I, I registered four fingers and no matter which one I do, it won't do it. And then other times, oh, there was like two days where it just stopped working completely. Didn't even do anything. Didn't even try. And I got that on camera because David happened to be here filming something else with me. And I was like, okay, make sure you ingest this to the LG Wing video folder. It's, mm -hmm. it's just, it's a buggy mess. It's a mess. Android Auto, I spent probably half an hour trying to get it to connect, manually connected to Wi-Fi, manually Bluetooth, connect the USB, blah, 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 blah. Wouldn't work, wouldn't work, wouldn't work. I rebooted my car, rebooted my phone. I gave up. I tried it again the next day. Didn't work. And then I was just like driving home and I had it plugged in just so that it would charge. And like the proper message popped up all of a sudden. And I was like, holy crap. And I, and I, and I got it and now it works. And it's like, <laughs> I am so frustrated by this thing. It sucks. Got him. Richard asks, could you smart lads tell me why is it that we can't run two Thunderbolt connections in parallel to get more PCIe lanes? Also, bring me magnetic cable management. If I had to guess, I'd say it comes down to the PCIe switch chips. They would just be expensive on either side. Um, that would be my best guess, but not being an electronics engineer who specializes in this sort of thing, I, I, I don't know 
the exact answers. You gotta, you do have to bear in mind that USB four slash Thunderbolt is not quite just raw PCIe. There's some other stuff in there to make it much more hot plug friendly. So um, you can't just more lanes it necessarily either. Uh, Frank got technically married in an LTT shirt a bit ago. Wow. Comfiest wedding I've ever had. Linus, being ADHD, do you feel like you do your best thinking while driving or exercising? I do my best thinking at the times when I am um, most trying to do something else. I am what, the most distractible person I know, but often that energy leads to new ideas. I'll be in the middle of a conversation and be like, okay, sorry, sorry, hold that thought. Uh, can you hold that thought? No disrespect, man. I need to write this down. <laughs> um, yes. If you've known him for a long time, he skips most of those steps and just writes it down. <laughs> Anonymous asks, Linus, you often consider a wife approval factor in your house videos. What can you do without her approval? I mean, if I want to get laid, nothing. Well, what? People don't ask, people don't ask questions on when show for dishonest answers. That's the truth. But there's there's situations of like implied approval. And 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 look, look, look. Okay, guys. You've been with someone for a super long time, you kind of know what It's they're not actually be. about that. It's about maintaining a harmonious relationship. Which it's, results It's in about that. mutual respect. Which results in that. It's yes, exactly. <laughs> and and that is not my motivation for things. That is that is a result of having a, a harmonious relationship, yeah. happy, happy wife, happy life, right? Like they, they say that and, it, and it's true and it goes the other way as well. Like if you are both constantly working to make each other happy, then the chances of each other being happy is, you know, better. And the yeah. chances of each other being happy is better. It's a positive feedback loop. It's a good thing. Yeah. So I can do pretty much whatever I want without her approval, but I don't because Anytime we make a decision, we should make a decision. Yeah. Whether I could on my own or not, there are exceptions. I uh, did not check with her about this LAN. She was not impressed. <laughs> she, I, I heard she was surprised at how many people it was. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's what brownie points are for. Yes. Stock them up. Quick question for Big D. Oh, that's Dan. Are the dad hats V2? Wait, what? Like, yeah, I don't know. Time for Christmas. I'm not sure. I don't know what that has to do with Dan. Um, no. <laughs> uh, no, they're not. They're not ready yet. They're, I don't even know if they're in mass production yet. Uh, Zachary asks, Luke, what would you think about requiring software engineers to be licensed like other engineers? I, oh, yeah, no, I, I already know the answer to that. He's not going to, no, no, no. He's, a, he's a very like self education is education kind yeah. of character. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. Maybe, maybe if you're doing like very specific thing, uh, yeah, not really. Uh, pretty much any form of license that you would have would expire almost immediately. There's, if you want to dig into this, uh, look into how NASA does software design. And maybe if it was something around that, where it wasn't a license on like, I know how to write code in React. Um, if it was more like a, I understand how to design things that like cannot possibly fail. And then you end up working on, like maybe you need that license in order to work on things that are within the cannot possibly fail realm. Maybe 
I don't know. But that seems like a pretty small time license that is honestly just going to annoy a bunch of software engineers with renewal fees. So maybe we just shouldn't go down that path. So here's something amazing. I was pulling up this spreadsheet of sales on lttstore.com. And I was like, you know what? This is actually kind of useful, being able to see more horizontally. And then I went to scroll it. And I was like, well... I don't know if you should show that screen. That's fine. I might as well just be holding my phone in landscape because from here, I can't do that. It would be cool if you could scroll it that way. Maybe maybe there's a way to do that. Maybe there's a way to... No. Okay. Well, neat. No, uh, I, I complete... Just, Sorry. I was just going to comment on that. I think Bread has officially reached uh, a ridiculous point. Bread? Yeah. You Three, just said bread? 300 people bought Bread Source t-shirts bread. today. I, I, I don't really understand I'm how gonna get possible. One. Seriously. Yeah. I I'm love not. the design. I actually really like the design. The design is super cute. Yeah. It's great. Bread memes, man. And when someone's like, what is that? You're like, it's a dinosaur and bread. What do you mean? All right. What do you mean? Um... Hey, from Florida. Oh my goodness. My fiance will love this. She was so sad we didn't snag a bread plushie. Are there any new products that you can spoon that will be out in time for holiday gifts that you can spoon? Uh, man, I don't, I don't know what else is coming. Nick does know and he is here, but I think he's probably gaming right now. <laughs> um, I don't think we're planning any more designs of onesies for the time being, Brendan. Sorry, I'm going through these pretty quick now. Uh, DLL, I was wondering if you had any plans to make a new WAN intro. Oh, yes. I was like, hey, Ed, we haven't done one of these in forever. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'll whip one up. And then that was like two years ago, and then we haven't touched it again since. They yeah. actually don't take that long. It happens every time. Yeah. It's just a low priority. The idea was that we were going to do them like every week. Yeah. Uh, Yo, Linus, have you heard of Bar? Asks Gavin. Beyond all reason. No. Beyond all reason. We've heard of it now. Oh, okay, so it's a game. RTS game. Oh, interesting. The epic scale RTS experience you've been waiting for. What the heck? It looks like Subcom. I knew about um, Sanctuary Shattered Sun, but I did not know about this. So there are now two? Seriously? There are two Supreme Commander spiritual successors going on right now? This sounds awesome. Read the FAQ for the subcom comment. Where's the FAQ? I found it. Get good. Information. Uh, oh, I don't see anything. Oh, how does, how does it compare to, to Supreme Commander? There are quite a lot of similarities due to them both being inspired by total annihilation. Bar is much closer to TA, though. Handle more things with less or no lag. Subcom has larger maps. Some of the biggest maps in Subcom though are honestly too big. Too big, big. yeah. Um, okay, they think it's a sweet spot. Yeah, I, I would probably agree with that. Bar has only two factions with 195 units per faction. Whoa. Good gravy. So it's more like chess-like. So almost. we were like, uh, like easy to come up with strats, hard to master all the different strats. You know what I mean? Easy to learn, hard to master. That's what I mean. I don't mean it's mm -hmm. anything else in other way like chess. I just, just I heard relax. you. I heard you say 195 units. It's like chess, and just I was like, relax. what are you talking? Actually, about? chill. He's <laughs> <laughs> so mad. <laughs> Higher quality maps, um, big experimental units that are smaller but less costly. So there's a better chance that you'll actually see them in game. This looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. Super yeah. cool. All right. Sweet. 
play. It's out. Oh, download and play. Ooh, for free. Oh, it's play testing. It's alpha. It's alpha plus. All right, I'm down. I mean, we happen to be doing a gaming thing right now. Oh, it, so it just straight up might not be playable. They're just admitting that it is genuinely an alpha, not like a fake alpha that some Got people it. release. That's um, fine. Which is cool. Yeah, I, I, that's cool. I have no issue with that at all. But just know what you're getting into. It might not, might not run perfectly. Steve M asks, um, do either of you know what happened to Jack from NCIX? <laughs> no. Actually, I haven't been in touch. See, I thought you meant Jack like the executive. And I was like, that's a weird thing to ask. Oddly specific. Oh. I've been in touch with him. No, it means, see, I always knew Jack from like the NCIX YouTube channel as Jackie because he went by Jackie back when he worked inventory management at the Burnaby store, which is when I met him. Um, so when he kind of switched to going by Jack, it was really confusing because by that time, my mine and Taryn's boss was a different Jack. Yeah. And so I could never figure out who anyone was talking about. I have a whole thing in my life where I get extremely bothered by people who have the same name where I could whoops, easily be talking about either of them. So for example, we have like four people named Nicholas at work. I refuse to refer to any of them as Nick other than the first one. It's, 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 a, it's a, a seniority system. So Nick Light is Nick. Yeah. And then Nicholas Callanan is Callanan. Nicholas Ploof, Ploof. I think we have at least another one that is. We do. Sorry. Oh yeah, Harris. Oh man. Uh, oh, you know what? I call him Nick from Labs. I actually don't call him Harris. I have usually referred to his Nick. name in text, or we have stand-ups every Monday and Thursday, and there I just call him Nick. Um, but I think that's because I know Nick Light isn't there. But when you refer to him in text, his spelling of Nick is different. So it's nice. And people are asking about Nikki V. Yeah, I would almost always say Nick Van Burkle. Yeah. Or yeah. I would call him Burkle all the time. Oh, yeah, Burkle. Right. I forgot about that, too. No, I definitely called him that, too. Yeah. Um, no, no, that's probably more right. I think I remembered wrong. Most people call them Burkle, yeah. Yep. Uh, Nathan asks, would PCs today be better if OS 2 with Windows 3.1 on top of it won the war with MS-DOS? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I don't think I can even dig into that. <laughs> Alicia asks, I've seen some channels show a progress bar or specific graphic during ad reads and that your channels do not. In your experience, are sponsors aware of this and do they pay more to have it not done? Not that I'm aware of. Um, our, our sponsor spot implementation is not designed to optimize ad revenue. If it was, they'd be longer and they'd be loaded more heavily toward the front, the beginning of videos. Uh, we do ours our way because we think it's really easy to skip uh, because the on LTT anyway, the first one is basically two right arrows. And then the last one is after almost all of the content has already been bleh, on into the microphone. And we will just have like little things at the end sometimes. Um, so you could just skip it. Um, so for that reason, I don't really think it's necessary for us to do that. I see why some people do it. I have no idea how sponsors react to it or don't react to it, though. Jeffrey asks, is there an update on the new TV? Super excited to hear what you have to say about it. Ooh, the 115-inch one? I don't know. Uh, Nick is here, but probably gaming, so I can't really bother him. Um, 
No idea. See you later. Uh, Andrew asks, what are you going to be playing tonight? Left 4 Dead 2. Halo CE for sure. Not a video game, but Super Checks. And then I think I'm just down to play whatever. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I might want to play some Worms. Sometimes you just got to kind of go with the flow it lands. Yeah, I wouldn't mind playing some Mario Kart on the projector. We got the projector screen up. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. How many people are you going to get to buy Anno 1800 on the deal today? There's a deal. How much is it? It's a good game. Save 75% on Steam. Whoa. 15 bucks? That is nothing for a game this little, good. Man. 15 US, 20 Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do it, you coward. Sorry, Dan, I stole your line. I'm just going to buy it right now. It's such a good are game. You actually, do you enjoy you... like City Builders? Yeah. It's all about trade. Mm. It's like I'm up genuinely surprised you've not played this. I played the, uh, the future one. Oh, that one was not whatever. That was absolutely bad. Yeah, yeah. that's the, the worst one, apparently. Great. Yeah, I played that one for, I think it was like four minutes and then never looked back. Sick. Yeah, Robert was, asks, when the right. land center opens, will we be able to rent or borrow PCs there? Would prefer not to travel with my massive PC. I think the first ones probably will not. almost certainly be BYOC. Yeah. I could see us conceivably having like a rental program of some sort in the future. But some amount of them. Yeah, I... I Definitely not at the beginning. I don't want to make any promises. It would have to be a rental program that we're going to use a very small amount of times a year Yeah. that is somehow worth us doing. Yeah, that'd be tough. Yeah. I work with some tech illiterate people, says Nathan. How can I market my tech skills when it seems like some see theirs as optional? I'm usually the one person that people ask to fix their computers. Um, Man, I don't know. I, uh, I work with some tech illiterate people. How can I market, my, market tech my tech skills? Um, I think taking... I, okay, I think I know what you're asking. And I think the easiest way to get people interested in it is to try to show them when you're doing stuff for them because that makes it real-world applicable. Uh, Richard asks, greetings from Bonaire. Luke, ever been diving here? No. Sounds good though. Yeah. Uh, Ryder, I'm not that into electric motorcycles. I don't consider myself a petrol head, but I just can't do it. Oh, oh, this isn't in the doc this week, but I want to talk about this. Okay. Did I predict on WAN show or was I just talking to people internally that we were going to get electric cars that emulated the experience of driving a manual transmission vehicle? Well, Toyota did it and Ars Technica drove it. And it's apparently freaking awesome. Oh, no way. I am so excited for this. I know it's stupid. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's basically a video game. I get it. It's an electric car. But he's he like stalled it. No way. Yeah, it has like, and, and, and it, you know, engine noises that sound like really realistic through the speakers. Yeah, no, 100%, man. Like the Toyota guy who developed, they've got like interviews with him. And he's like, yeah, like I, I, I don't like driving battery cars. I think they suck, but like this one's better. And he like designed it to feel exactly like driving a stick shift. Oh, I'm so excited. Interesting. It's so dumb and I love it. Because <laughs> you don't have to. You can just hit a button and just drive it as an electric car. If you're just like, man, you know what would feel good? Just like, you drive an electric car like that. Let's go. <laughs> oh man, so people funny. are split like, right down the middle on it yeah they either think it's amazing or they're super angry I, I, why would I, they be super angry oh because oh, it's not real then don't buy it yeah 
Yeah, Alex, Alex Clark does not like it. Oh, uh, I think I think part of it is that he's just salty that he was wrong. Oh, because I told him that this was going to happen. He's like, "No, that'd be stupid. There'd be no reason to do that." No I'm one's not surprised that happened at all. And he's right. It's stupid. Yeah. There is no reason, logical reason, to do it. But it happened. That doesn't that doesn't drive markets. Um, Carlos, yes, there will be a video or product page breakdown for the cable management stuff uh, coming at launch for sure. I think. It's time to call it. All right. We'll see you again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. I know it's a short WAN show, guys, but we got some gaming to do. Yeah. Good night, y'all. Bye.